Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life. I am one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. My co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And I am the other one of those guys living here in Middletown, New Jersey. But you mail me a letter, it's Red Bank, New Jersey. Don't re- mail me a letter, though. Mail me some checks. I'll give checks. you the address. Yeah. yeah. Tweet that shit checks. out. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm, I'm uh, got kind of a little buzz thing going on here. I, I broke my rule. We've talked on, on the show quite a bit about cold brew coffee and the uh, fact that both of us enjoy it. And uh, so uh, I normally I don't want to buy it at Starbucks, but, but I had a weak moment. I happened to be uh, going by Starbucks and thought I just would really like a cold brew. And uh, so I went in there to get one. And uh, damn it, they, they may have me now uh, again. Cause really? They, well, they, they're the cold foam cold brew have you ever had the cold foam cold brew not the nitro the, it, well it's i guess that's what it is i don't know it's if they call it cold foam cold brew i think that's one of the other two that they introduced i did not have that the last time i went in uh, i was in manhattan one morning waiting for a client one of my you know car service medical clients yes and i just got the regular straight up cold brew i've had nitro cold brews i like that quite a bit um there's uh those are good but uh when when you get the nitro um cold brew i don't need any milk or anything in it but i haven't had the that foam one yeah it's uh on the there's something apparently in here a little bit because it said it had 30 calories uh on the on the board but it it, there is a version that has the cream the salted cream stuff i skipped mm-hmm. that and, right. and just went for the lower one but man it's good it's it's uh yeah and uh they were training a new person i always just i'm intrigued when i'm at a starbucks and i'm listening to them speak back and forth to each other the people that work there because mm-hmm. you know, they just say they, they seem to have fun conversations but the, the the girl was doing really well if that was like her first day or, or first couple days uh she was getting trained she seemed like she was going to be great at it uh but right. um the other girl was giving her uh, tips and tricks and she was mm-hmm. like uh, so what do I write on the cut for this she was CFCB so uh, I got a CFCB it's the uh, cold <laughs> right and then and then she spelled your name K-Y-L-O-N <laughs> Kylon and you're like represent yeah. that's right Cedric right. yeah CFCB <laughs> exactly uh-huh. Yeah, I did get. Uh, yeah, I got a new. Uh, I got my hair. Uh, hair did the other day, and uh, so I'm feeling, feeling yeah, like that. Fresh so cut. Like, I know. I feel fresh you. cut, and it's it turned hot as fuck again here. We had a couple kind of unseasonably cool days. Uh, I even almost turned on the heat on my car one afternoon when I was driving around because it just uh, I was uh, not feeling it. It was feeling a little chilly, and then mm-hmm. uh, a day later, all of a sudden, badam, mm-hmm. badam. It's right. just like uh, it's ninety five percent humidity and ninety degrees, and Ick. woo. Yeah, just uh, it's it's quite. But it's that time of year where that shit's going to happen. Where you know school's starting, your kids haven't gone back yet. You Not said. yet. No, no, no. I'm on, yeah. uh, Labor Day is uh, today is Sunday, August twenty sixth, I believe. Uh, and then I think uh, next Monday, Labor Day, whatever that is, like sem- September third, I believe, 3rd. something like right, that. Right. Yeah. They go to uh, Kylie starts school, I believe, on Wednesday, the fifth of September, and um, Cameron starts, I think, on the sixth, on the Thursday. So, so yeah. they they still have another week. They're they're not looking forward to school starting, but uh, you know they're they're doing their thing. So I had uh, my uh, two of my uh, grandchildren started kindergarten on the same day. Uh, brother and sister starting kindergarten on the same day. Irish twins, I guess you kind of call that. Oh, okay, because yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Uh, what eleven months apart. Yeah, and Ish. and uh, Lucas, the the oldest, he uh, he just he wasn't really ready for kindergarten, so she decided to put him in that pre K stuff for the first year, and uh, so he was just kind of chilling out. And uh, his sister Natalie, uh, who has uh, been just uh, she's just one of those kids that she started seriously started talking in sentences uh, like before she was a year old. She's just uh, been very verbal uh, from from day one. Does she have a uh, podcast yet? She doesn't. We should get around, though, because I'm talking talking to the two of them, uh, and uh, they were over yesterday, and I was like, okay, so how was the first day of kindergarten? I said, Luca, how was the first day of kindergarten? He looks at me, he's like, good. 
and then I go to you know turn turn around and look at uh, Natalie and I go how was kindergarten what'd you think of kindergarten and she goes oh wow she goes they have drinking fountains in the room and the drinking fountain there's a place where you can wash your hands in the same thing with the drinking fountain i go really yeah that's pretty cool she's going yeah and we had carpet and it's got letters and numbers on the carpet and um we have a separate room for art and then there's another room for music and then we have gym and lunch was really good and she's just going on and on she's just and i look over at luke and he goes me too I don't know if that's the difference between boys and girls necessarily. No, I think just, that's part of it. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. He was like, "Okay, yeah, I guess I was there." <laughs> so part of that, I, I'll never forget. I had this friend of mine. His uh, his son went to kindergarten for the first time, you know, first day, and I think it was a couple days later. Same kind of thing. I'm talking to him over at his house, and I, and I was looking at him, and his kid's name is Marshall. And I'm like, "So, Marshall, how was how was kindergarten?" Now, Marshall was a kid that he was the oldest uh, of three kids, and uh, he was uh, Marshall could do no wrong for his first five years of, of uh, existence. He was very uh, coddled, very uh, very propped up, very very much made. But and there's nothing wrong with that. His parents, you know, just wanted him to really his self esteem to be high and for him to feel good about. Uh, being Marshall, damn it, and so uh, he, he was also a real smart kid. Uh, he got to uh, kindergarten, and uh, so he'd been there for a couple of days. And I'm like, "How is it?" And he looks at me, and he says, "You know what?" He goes, "I'm not the smartest. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest." And he went down this list, and he looks at me, and he goes, "At the end of the list, he goes, and some kids don't even like me." <laughs> and he had this uh-huh. what the fuck look on his face like and he, he kind of looking at his parents like what what kind of shit have you been feeding me because mm-hmm. i am not at the top of the list <laughs> like you've been <laughs> telling me this shit for five years no <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> didn't work out <laughs> that yeah. moment and you realize at a very young age that your uh, your, your parents were lying to you what are you doing you're not helping me you're making it worse give me that participation trophy (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm sitting down right now and uh i am uh i'm drinking my cold brew and uh, it's the you know the home cold brew which i think i've told you that I've, i've been getting the um the World Market. Are you familiar with World Market? It's Cost Plus World Market, same company that owns Bed Bath and Beyond. They oh, sell furniture. Like, yeah. They sell like, you know, Japanese candy, Italian candy, all kinds of stuff. It's. it's, a, it's I'm trying to think of another place that's similar, but I can't think of one right now. But uh, it's uh, so they their their World Market um, coffee beans are nine dollars and ninety nine cents for twenty four ounces. Okay, they're beans, whole beans. Mm-hmm. And once every six weeks to two months, they have 30% their coffee for a three-day period. So uh, right now, I think I have probably nine bags of coffee beans because wow. it was that 30% off deal. Stock it up. And now, I think I told you, I have three uh, cold brew carafes. Remember, I, I told 52 you that. 52 ounces. Yeah. The 52 ounces, that's correct. Well, yeah, the 51, 52 ounces. There are three of them. And I, I told you that one one day the cat knocked one over, an empty carafe. It was on the counter. Boom, knocked it over, broke. The next morning, Kylie went into the refrigerator, the little beverage refrigerator downstairs in the pool house, and she knocked the other one over, and that one had cold brew in it, spilled it all over. It was a mess. So I contacted the company instead of paying $29 I I just had to pay $15 to replace what I believe to be would be just the glass but now they sent me a whole new cold brew system that had like the cover the carafe the the rubber on the bottom of it the whole thing how's that cool yeah so now I have like four filters four tops four little you know these um this thing that you pop in and you can churn it after the cold brew is uh made to mix it up so I'm washing one of them out the other day, and I'm holding it. I'm actually holding it by the glass handle, and I'm trying to take the cap off, which is it's like this rubber thing that places in the glass. I've had a few that were too loose, and I sent it back, re- exchanged it, whatever. And while holding it, the fucking glass handle broke off right at the stem, just broke off. And I'm holding it in my hand. Are you fucking kidding me? 
motherfucker. So I called the company. She knew exactly. <laughs> the woman knew who exactly who I was. Oh, wow. Yeah, you just sent me out, too, and got the whole new ones. That was, that's cool. But I just was washing it out, and I appreciate you sending these other ones out. Thank you so much. I said, but... Um, I, the handle broke off. Like, I'm not a strong guy, you know? Like, I'm not a... So, and she sent me a new one. She's not going to charge me. And so now I'm going to have four of... No, yeah, four of these. So right now, I have three of them. I'm still using the one where the handle broke off. Right. So I probably have about 200 ounces of cold brew coffee. So... Right now, I'm, I'm getting ahead. I'm getting way ahead. I'm hearing I'm hearing a business opportunity here. It sounds like the universe is it's maybe trying to open up the John M. Craig coffee stand, cold brew, John M. Craig cold brew cave or something. I don't know. You can, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. If you could put up signage, could you get signage? I I, I don't think you know, you don't want to really leave the pool house too much. If if you had a window that you could uh, like, you know, serve out of the window, self serve window, like a, you could serve out of. If you could put some signage up so that you could direct people back, right. you know, go behind the house. The, the pool house is back there. I've got a lot of cold brew back here. I can hook you up for less than Starbucks. Well, I'm thinking maybe. You see, it's too late. My kids are 14 and 16. It doesn't work. But if my kids were like four and six. Yeah. Instead of a lemonade stand, a cold brew stand. Can't you be fucking killing? Hire, hire. Some I got to get some kids. Yeah. Hire a four-year-old or six-year-old. Somebody <laughs> get. <laughs> got to be some kids in the neighborhood. Just go door knocking a little bit. Hey, I've got this yeah. business opportunity. I'd like to talk to you about. Uh-huh. I'm really deep into coffee right now. I got nine bags. I got nine bags of coffee, and I've got uh, the ability to cold brew like a. <laughs> 372 ounces right now. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, things are getting weird with Poolhouse ex-husband. Remember the yeah. guy on the corner? Yeah, you were like, that's a new... No, that's the ex-husband. Yeah, he lives in the pool house. Yeah, he's like using neighborhood kids to sell cold brew that he's making out of the pool house. We don't know. Stranger things, I'm telling you. It's, it's, yeah. Most and, most successful businesses, the big ones, the, the giant ones, start out of somebody's garage, somebody's, you know, it's... Uh, and like I said, I'm, it, I think the universe is pushing you in a direction that uh, you probably need to go. You, you could uh, you could put this together, I'm sure. I've never thought about how to actually go bigger with this. You know, I mean, it just doesn't seem very practical to be, you know, making it by hand, grinding it and, and making it and, you know, waiting the 24 hours, you know. Maybe uh, we should just change this podcast, the subject, not that we really have a subject, no. but uh, we could just focus more intently on, on cold brew coffee and we could just uh, the, the cold brew crew or something we can call the, the show and uh, we'll just talk about coffee well we, we, pr- or, or we would just talk fast we'll, we, like we've drank a lot of coffee we'll talk faster <laughs> well i was thinking about uh speaking slower <laughs> the reason being is that um you know i know that at least one of our listeners matthew who lives in washington dc a guy that i had met through periscope I think I'm confident he listens to every episode, but he li- listens at one and a half times speed. <laughs> and I, I, be- I, yeah. And before we started to record today, I listened to our entire episode number eighty-two. What are we on now? Eighty-three. This is yeah. 83. So number eighty-two. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's to a year. Whatever that gets called. It's been a year. All right. And I listened to the entire episode one and a half times speed, and I'm thinking about doing that right before we record. So, by the way, how's your how's the little bubble in your wrist? It just I never would have remembered that had I not listened. How's that going? That bubble in the wrist. You're gonna have to help me out. I've you heard you, you said there was something with your wrist. Oh yeah you, yeah yeah the bubble. Oh yeah bubbling. Like, <laughs> you should listen he, too. I'm like what is he talking about? Well, see then that goes back to a couple shows ago. I get these contusions these these uh, bruises contusions these things that show up and i'm like i don't even remember doing this how did i right. what the hell happened here and it's like what, how did i get this thing <laughs> um yeah it, it went away i think uh there's there's something i don't know if you're familiar with uh, something called nettles n-e-t-t-l-e-s nettles no greg nettles um the Baseball third baseman for the new york yankees in the late 70s early 80s yeah there's that uh, country singer, uh, Jessica and Jennifer Nettles. Jennifer Nettles. I so think. what are Nettles? Yeah, Nettles are, well, she was hot. I, I actually got a little <laughs> hug out of her. Did I tell, tell you that story? The, 
<laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like this is a Me Too moment for her. No, it was. <laughs> I, I got I a was, little hug out of her. She actually, she she totally embarrassed me. I was at, uh, I was still working at the radio station. We had a free concert thing that we were doing. We I was selling advertising at this point at the radio station. We had, uh, I was working for Cumulus Broadcasting. We had four radios, five radio stations at the time uh, that Cumulus owned in the market uh, here uh, that where I was working and uh, the country. Uh, station was having a free country concert and uh, they had uh, gotten Sugarland as the band and uh, they had hired them uh, as the right as their their meteor was starting to take off uh, it was just at the at the onset of that and uh, they managed to get them I, I guess pretty cheap but uh, at any po- point they they rolled up in their bus and uh, I was kind of doing stuff that was the, the backstage area that was set up and it was helping out with whatever and uh, the bus door opened i was happen to be just kind of walking by the bus door open and this really gorgeous woman with a uh, little uh, she, she was wearing kind of a uh, she had a uh, uh, like I, I don't know what you call them harem pants i guess is what they'd be called and uh the spaghetti strap sort of uh top thing and uh, she looked man she looked great but uh, she comes walking out she's got a bag of swear to god she had a bag of garbage she had a big plastic bag of garbage and she walks out and she looks at me and she goes where would i throw this she's got this southern accent where would i throw this I said, well, you can give it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of it for you. And she looks at me. She goes, she goes, you smell good. She goes, you smell like soap. She goes, everybody in that bus stinks. And she goes, and then um, she's, she was standing there, and there was a guy with a camera, a friend of mine with a camera, and he's like, oh, I'll take a picture. One of these, uh, the guy we had hired, he's like, I'll take a picture. So she goes, gives me a hug and leans into me, and she said, you, you do smell good. You smell great. And then she got back on the bus. That's that's my Jennifer Nettles moment. <laughs> I didn't know anything about her. Didn't know that she existed. Uh, I see that she's a little, little bit younger than me. Her birthday's two days before mine. Okay. She's uh, going to be 44 soon. And uh, she's from Georgia. And a very attractive woman. And uh, she she's, is, got, yeah. she's got nice style. She dresses well. She's um, quite a singer. Uh, you smell like soap. So what, like soap. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are nettles? Nettles are, uh, it's a uh, its a big weed that grows that uh, has uh, these, if you get it up against your skin, it will make you break out. It can make you itch and break out. But it's not like poison ivy where it, it uh, doesn't go away. Usually that, that uh, bubbling stuff I was talking about, it lasts for you know an hour or two and then it's gone which is what happened i had just kind of gotten into it before we started the show last time but it also has nettles uh <laughs> i'm trying to sound like cliff here on uh, whatever that show was where cliff was always uh, uh cheers cheers um nettles is also used as a tea they dry it and i don't know what the uh it's got some sort of good benefit if you drink it as tea yeah, they, they, I'm, look, I'm Googling it now. Common Net- nettle, nettles. and then you've got the stinging nettle, which well, is the, the most nutritious into. plant on earth. And and then there's, a, there's there are two videos. There's one here. What stinging nettles really do to your body? You okay. have been warned. So it doesn't okay, look I good. I got into them. I got into it. That's what it was, I'm sure. So... Yeah, and, and by the way, before I asked you about your uh, your wrist and the bubbling and whatever happened to you there, yeah. um, I was wondering if, like me, you say something on the show and then completely forget about oh, it. Because I yeah. have that's why it's yes. like that's why when we finish recording, and you whatever I it's usually what I say that you just you just take us out. That's it. That was a good last line, and then I'm like, oh shit, I didn't talk about these other seven things. Four days later, I, I'm not. I'm done with those four things. They're done. Like I'm not gonna even if you, every now and again you'll remind me of something where I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I don't want to talk about this now. But ah, fuck it, let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I usually forget, oh, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I have not forgotten about the time that I stabbed myself um, in the thumb and had to get stitches. Remember when I almost blacked out? Yeah, yeah. And other than it, it not being stitched up, stitched up well, and and being a shitty scar is that i saw my friend eric the other day so eric was the guy that was writing on um the saturday night live remember yeah right so he and i went to college together and uh so anyways i was uh and and i said to him hey man eric i haven't i haven't seen you in a while when was that time i helped you move in you know and uh and it turned out that i helped him move in on june 18th so i'm like holy fuck it's been two months and then i remember that june 18th and i kind of remembered oh shit that was father's day weekend kylie's birthday on the 17th i did this on the 16th and i remember waking up 
to go see him at like drive into Manhattan at like four o'clock in the morning. And it was like, I still had my hand all bandaged up. And it's like, it feels like forever, but so is this fucking scar. It's really bad. I said, I can't do anything about this, huh? Like the scar? No. no. I mean, there's not much you can do about a scar, right? No, no. Just, uh, I think scars are, you know, they're, they're good conversation pieces. Mm. You know, it's conversation not a great story, though. If you had it over your, like, right on your eye, eyebrow, that would be better, because then you... That's scary. That scares me. I'm very I'm very concerned about two parts of my body. Eyebrows? My eyes. <laughs> just my <laughs> eyes and yeah. my dick. Two things. So just about anything else. Those are the, the, the two or the three things that I don't ever want to lose. So if somebody's throwing something in your direction, one hand is up over your eyes, the other one's on your dick. Oh, she's scrunching down like a like Jennifer Nettles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not that. Uh, not that I would. Not that anyone's out to get me, or that anyone listens to the show and will come after me. But now they know, you know, my Achilles heel. They, yeah. they can just go like right for like if I were. Uh, <laughs> A UFC fighter, they would go straight for my eyeballs or yeah. my dick. Somebody's going to show up, knock at your door. They're going to be going. You're going to be like, "Who is it?" And they're going to be like, "I've got your cold brew. I've got uh, some coffee for delivery." You're going to open up the door, and they're going to just. I'm fairly confident, dick. though, if I were to get in the ring and 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 fight MMA, yeah. I'm pretty. It's not going to happen. Um, I'm I'm fairly confident that you can't poke someone in the eyes and you can't hit someone in the dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think those so, are like two of the only rules. Did you read the thing about Logan Paul, the uh, you know the YouTube star that was the guy? They're two brothers, a, right? Uh, yeah, there's Logan, whatever his brother is. They they both actually, and I thought this was uh, I thought this was a spoof when I'd heard about it. They uh, were uh, they had boxing matches, uh, both of them with uh, I can't remember even who the fuck it was with, but they both actually had boxing matches uh, that were I, I guess real. That their their plan was, of course, they're trying to make money on on YouTube, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, right. so it was uh, a, a YouTube thing that you were supposed to pay nine ninety five for a pay per view yeah, thing. Yeah, and then uh, what happened was everybody that was you know pretty interested in this that was on a lot of people are on Twitch, yeah, or I'm at reading. least aware of what mm-hmm. Twitch is, right? And so these guys on Twitch were like, yeah, they were just basically broadcasting it on their Twitch channel, uh, showing uh-huh. it, and then mm-hmm. they said. One guy's Twitch channel had like four hundred and fifty thousand uh, views of his uh, of his Twitch channel watching this thing, which they I guess apparently one of the fights ended in a draw. It's like, come on, Is it right. two two dudes like that, and it's a draw. What the? What? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's so I, so. I'm I'm reading. So I, I Google. Who did he fight? Who did he fight? I don't know. Uh, well, I think I don't know if it's okay. So it says uh, KSI. I don't know who KSI is. So KSI and Logan Logan Paul's $10 YouTube fight proved Twitch pirates always win. More people watch the Logan Paul versus KSI fight on Twitch than on YouTube. Here's my favorite one. These are all headlines. Um, uh, Fortnite YouTuber Momo does Fortnite dance during KSI versus Logan boxing match. (laughs) What? Like what? honestly, like yeah. honestly, all of these things, neither of us should understand what any of this means. And I, but I kind of do, which is scary. I know that's yeah, that's yeah. really scary. Like I shouldn't even know who this kid is. Oh my god, I it's have, going crazy dogs. there. Yes. Oh, those are dogs. I thought those they were children. Dogs. Yeah, no, those are dogs. I, I apologize. We're, we're no, usually doing fine. this at night. It's during the day, and the dogs are going nuts. But I should have put them away. No, it's fine. Um, well, we have lives, and we, we do. Where this is, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's one of those things that, that just pops up. So, uh, all right, I was uh, completely changing the subject here. Uh, so, I, one of my coworkers went last week to uh, they, they went to Chicago and saw there. I guess there was a. Uh, I think they did two shows, maybe two nights. Pearl Jam was at uh, someplace big mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah, been the uh, football stadium, uh, uh, whatever they call where the Bears play now. But anyway, so Pearl Jam, couple couple big shows, and uh, they were back and they bought um, kind of a cool poster and they were kind of excited about it. And when they got back and thought it was a great show and all of that, and which which yeah, I'm sure 
Lord, they, they, they had fun. And, uh, so as we're talking about Pearl Jam, and somebody's like, did they do this? And she, and they did this song, did they do this song? So people are asking about like, did, you know, Yellow Lead Better and stuff like that, and which, the obvious ones. And uh, so she was describing some of the some of the things that they did. And uh, I, I just had this weird feeling when she was talking about this, like, and I, at one point in my life, I was probably I wouldn't say a big diehard Pearl Jam fan, but um, I thought they were I thought they were good. I guess put it that way. Uh, and Eddie Vedder, I think, is is a talented guy. But there was something always uh, that was in the back of my mind while they were talking about this, and that um, was just I was thinking. Uh, what is it that's making me I, I, I a negative connotation that's floating in my head that's the, that I, I want to say something bad about Pearl Jam but I'm not sure what it is and then today in the grocery store I was walking around the grocery store and I and I realized what it was I heard over the music system I hear Pearl Jam playing and it wasn't you know Jeremy or anything like that it wasn't any of those kind of songs it was Pearl Jam singing uh, Last Kiss their rendition of J. Frank Wilson and the Cavaliers' Last Kiss. We're out on a date in my daddy's car. <laughs> I, I don't like, know if I know that song. Maybe I would know this song if I heard it. horrible. I'm like, why did they do that? It's like, it's just, and it's, uh, okay, the song itself for, I don't know when it came out, early 60s, something like that. It was real campy. Uh, one of those uh, teenage songs where yeah, there's a date and somebody gets killed and you know there's you know where 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 can my baby be the lord took her away from me just a, it was a cheesy song when it when it came out in the 60s and then pearl jam did a did a pretty much a straight up cover version of it with uh with uh, eddie vetter trying to sound as serious as possible about the uh about the car wreck and uh yeah i don't know if they did that either but that was i guess for me i don't know it's, it's hard for me now to take pearl jam seriously <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never been a diehard, but I, I've always liked them. I, yeah. I saw them in 1992 at Syracuse University. Yeah. Well, not at Syracuse, while I was at Syracuse University. And they were playing at uh, the Landmark Theater, I believe. It was one of those venues, probably about, uh, you know, no more than 5,000, probably more like 2,000 seats. And uh, it was, uh, I don't know, people can check on the internet. Uh, it was Smashing Pumpkins, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were headlining, uh, and Smashing Pumpkins were the opening act, and um, and and Pearl Jam. So that's, yeah, it's it like Smashing 90s. Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, that's a pretty good bill. That is a then. good bill. That you know, even bill. before Smashing Pumpkins were big. And I can't imagine how much flannel and uh, it's a lot of flannel. Yeah, a lot of flannel there, and a lot of uh, Doc Martin shoes. I'm guessing, pretty much, kind of requirement for you to get into the place. And a lot of weed, man. And a lot, a lot of weed. weed, man. Did they allow weed back then? I mean, they were just. Not- I don't know if it was allowed. I think I think it was just accepted that a, that a rock show that yeah. people are going to light up. It's just yeah. But yeah now I think they they chase them down. You can't you can't get it. Well, we can't smoke inside anymore. That would have been the difference. But in a '92 show, yeah, I think smoking inside was still it was kind of verboten, sort of frowned upon, but right. not necessarily. I'm trying to think of what year they would have made. Uh, at least like most states made. I think you smoking smoking cigarettes in a bar, for instance, you could do that until the late. So 90s. California, California was probably the first. New York followed suit. New York followed suit in the, I want to say, around early 2000s, like roughly around 2000. Rudy Giuliani was still uh, the mayor of New York City, and, uh, and it was a big deal. Like, it was like, whoa, that's crazy. Even, even back then, when I was a smoker, I was like, oh, my God, so much better. So much better when you can't smoke inside. I remember being really uh, thinking it was going to suck because I always thought, you know, if you if you went to a bar and you're playing pool, certain things in bars, you know, the idea that you know you could smoke while you're doing it, that was that was great. I thought it was it was uh, just, but I agree. Once you realized that you could go somewhere and it was uh, not full of smoke, it was it was it was much better. But I, I remember thinking this is not going to work. This this I, I was sure that this was going to be something that was uh, a law enacted, and a year later they're going to be going, nah, do over. Let's 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 drop it. But. Uh Little did I know. I wasn't, uh, yeah, I wasn't real, real wise about that, uh, that whole prediction. But yeah, I think it's a, definitely a better thing. So you were talking about uh, California. We have a. Uh, I, I guess these guys are both uh, Californians. I was trying to 
uh, kind of choose here uh, between a, there's a couple of different shows here that are coming up uh, locally uh, and uh, we, I just I should ask you which one you would, would and I think I know the answer I'm, I'm gonna guess that you know the answer to this uh, that I know the answer to what you'll say on this but um, so we got a choice to go and about the same if, if I buy the cheaper tickets about the same price here for either one of these guys uh, I could go see uh, Jeremy Piven the actor slash I guess he does stand up Jeremy Piven is going to be here I think local. I've heard about that but I, I'm not, not sure yeah I don't know if he does I've heard okay. a little bit about that but Jeremy Piven or Henry Rollins oh fuck which douchebag would I go see which fucking <laughs> white fucking fucking mansplaining dick fucking douchebag would I see so I've seen Rollins so Jeremy Jeremy Piven I, I, I so he was in two movies um, that I really liked um, way back he yeah. was in that um, that uh, PCU, Politically Correct University. John yeah. Favreau's in it. Right. it a pretty good. Early 90s, very dated. It was fat John Favreau before he was like a famous director that directs yeah. Iron Man and everything right. else before Swingers. And he was also in singles. Jeremy Piven had a very small role yeah. in, in yeah. Uh, singles. I think he was a, a grocery store clerk or something. He was good. And as much as I, ha I truly do hate Entourage, like I haven't seen the movies. I watched every episode. There were very few episodes that were good. There was no kind of – he was very good on it, right? At the same time, I've always thought that Jeremy Piven comes across uh, – that I think he – there's something about him that has always said, this guy is a dick, fucking hate that guy even before he had a me too move mo you know moment or whatever whether it's right. true or not i don't know and i did see rollins and i saw him in in the early 90s i saw him at syracuse university right around that time like uh, and uh he was good he's a good storyteller but there's something about him too i i think i don't know i think i'd probably see rollins I, yeah, uh, I think I'm Rollins. Really, I don't know. Yeah. I, what is he doing now? Is Rollins still doing the spoken word tour kind of storytelling? Yeah, he's still walking. Yeah, he's still doing the storytelling thing. He tra apparently travels a lot. Um, I saw him mm -hmm. uh, or I listened to the podcast when he was with Ro he was on Rogan's show, mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, it was it was weird a little bit to me to hear him now because he's uh, he's seemed very much into playing the uh, I'm an old guy card now like mm -hmm. he's, he's an old man he's he's portraying himself as as an elderly dude now which seemed weird to me and I, I don't know if that's that uh, and he's not yet I think he's 57 or something like that I was gonna say yeah uh, that sounds about right yeah and uh, he uh, he seems really I don't know he's 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 I don't know but look at him though if you look at pictures he does he's not he's not aging well for for a guy that's 57 he kind of looks like shit but uh, I think he takes care of himself pretty well the way it sounds I don't think he's ever been uh, into drugs or drinking or anything like that and he's you know he works out I think he you know that, that sort of thing but uh, he's really trying to play the old guy card but uh, he travels a lot and uh, does the uh, stories and spoken word stuff and uh, when when and I I'm not exactly they say spoken word it just means basically he's telling stories for the most part mm -hmm. he does it kind of in a comedic way from what I understand right um, so yeah, I'm leaning that direction. Piven, though, I I, I did like Entourage, mm -hmm. and uh, you know he's played a lot of roles uh, where he's he's kind of the, the, where he's the dick. You know, he said he's, he comes off as a dick, but he, and he plays that role like an old school. He was the uh, he was the guy the university uh, uh, president or something like that in old school. He played that, and he was the dick in that. Um, he's he's been you know in that kind of a role. Smoking Aces, he was in that. That was kind of of a he was a dick in that so he's he's yeah um i don't know uh i'm leaning though towards the towards the rollins thing both of them so i'm looking at these shows and i'm going okay if you're paying 30 dollar ticket price and they're small venues i, I just it, and i talked about this with somebody else that was here on the i can't remember who was on the show but we talked about this but um how are they making any money? It's like these clubs seem too small for them. You, by the time you buy a plane ticket and stay in a hotel for a couple of nights, and I don't understand how the venues make any money. But then I well, realized, drinks, drinks, yeah, and even food. drinks. Okay, the one place for sure that I'm talking about, they their food is minimal, and the, they have a two drink minimum. But the crowd, the the place is small enough and crowded enough that it's really hard for them to get out through the crowd much and even sling a lot of drinks. Uh, so. I think most people, the ninety percent of the people that go to the to this uh, one particular club, uh, they hit the two drink minimum and that's it. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're paying 30 bucks a ticket and you're spending another, you know, a couple might be spending another 40 bucks maybe or something like that on drinks, that still you know, it doesn't seem like that much money. Anyway, what I figured out though for both of these guys is the both of them have a VIP meet and greet. So for, mm-hmm. for I think in Rollins' case it's 135 bucks or something like that. It's, like, right. it's basically like you pay an extra hundred bucks and you you, know, you get to stand there and get your picture taken with him for a minute. Right. And say, oh, I'm your biggest fan, man. I just love everything. I don't know why mm-hmm. Bill Clinton would be there, but um, yeah. Um, so I guess they probably collect most of the money from the limited meet and greet thing. However many people they and uh, for the Rollins thing, if you're if you pay the VIP fee you're in the first three rows plus the meet and greet stuff. Uh, And the meet and greet has better, they've got better food and it's sponsored by some sort of one of the big uh, microbrew beer companies. So, eh, I don't know. I guess if you're a huge fan. Well, I Googled Jeremy uh, Piven stand-up and uh, I've gotten some results here. Jeremy Piven takes another stab at uh, stand-up. That's from the Philly Voice. He must have been playing down there over in Dune. Jeremy Piven stand-up made me quit my comedy job. That was from um, Vice Canada. He was this person uh, was not happy that the club that he performed at uh, would give Piven a stage. Uh, I'm I'm curious to know more about uh, Piven having done stand-up. And who did you think I was going to choose of those two? I was guessing Rollins, probably, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a really tough one. I, I think maybe I would want to see. Pip. I don't know. I think after this, if I remember, I'm going to play uh, some video of his stand up. I'm really curious because even if he had done stand up at a at a, uh, an earlier earlier stage in his career, I, I'm I'd be curious to know how much he'd done it for how long. Uh, you know, and then why he's chosen to do it again? Because you you don't do stand up after after twenty something years and then become Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? Like it's not right. It's, you you need to put in like that ten thousand hours thing. You fucking need a lot more than that. You know, you really need to put in the time. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure, man. Did he? Yeah, he had some kind of a. I thought uh, some sort of a Me Too sort of moment, didn't he? About something. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Well, he does. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole angle for this uh, Vice Canada article that's now on regular Vice as well. It's um, yeah. You know, uh, Star has been accused of sexual misconduct by eight women, but my former employer had no problem giving him a stage to perform on. Oh, so I don't know okay. about gotcha. the allegations. I don't okay. know. I've not read about them. Uh, Jeremy Piven's uh, not big enough a star to sort of anyone to care, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like I was listening to uh, uh, a rebroadcast from the Howard Stern show. So I have Sirius XM satellite radio for two two months free in my car. It expires in the you know second week of September, and I was listening to Howard Stern and uh, Doug Stanhope, whom you mentioned uh, in yeah. the last episode. He was on the show with Bingo, with his girlfriend Bingo, who had uh, just gotten out of the hospital. She was finally talking, and I don't know what she had something seizures, right? And uh, they were talking about, I'm assuming it was back in December, they were talking about Louis C.K. And uh, Doug Stanhope, who's actually been on an episode of the Louis C.K. show, he he said, he was just saying, with all that he drinks, he's like, where's his? He, he was like, he just expected that some woman would have come out, that he would have said something. He was almost like Doug Stanhope's angle was that he was... He was disappointed that no one's come out against him, you know. Yeah. Um, but but Stanhope's not again. He even though he's successful as a stand-up comic, he you know he realizes you know he's like on the, you know he's beaten beyond lower than B list, you know. Right. You know he's he's got the even his book was called like something about this is not um, famous or some nonsense like that. I don't know the name of it. Yeah. yeah this is not yeah, fame. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Is the book so. Yeah, he's so, a lot older yeah. than you think he is, by the way. Doug Stanhope. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's actually he? 51. 51. Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah, Doug, I, I don't know. Uh, I think you should see both and, and report back. <laughs> uh, I'd actually kind of thought about that route possibly, but I don't know. So where are they performing? Are they performing at a, sta- a comedy club, what, both of them? One or? of them is at a comedy club, and one of them is at a uh, – it's more of a theater. Uh, the uh, Henry Rollins thing is at a uh, theater in Iowa City. It's called the Inglert Theater, which is a uh, – 
was a movie theater thing, one of those old, really beautiful mm-hmm. movie theaters that they've refurbed, and uh, and uh, so that's got more capacity. So he's going to be, uh, yeah, bigger, bigger uh, potential money maker for him than uh, the the place that Piven stand at or is uh, performing at is just a little uh, this little comedy club that's got. Gosh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe if that place is all the tables are full, it's, they might have 75 people ish for a show. Is, is the you know sold out type thing? So yeah, Piven I think is just hiding out. I think he's just trying to trying to keep some money coming in and trying to get something working is what I'm guessing. Right? Why would you Why would you go from you know doing a, the Entourage or whatever all the movies he's done, um, and then you're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, at some little shit, seventy-five seat comedy club. Just to me, I'm like, I'd, it's strange. It doesn't make sense, but I guess you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because I don't. And I just don't see it as a lot of money. And if he was going through these accusations, I don't get it. But uh, I don't know. I'm actually considering going into Brooklyn tonight. Uh, it's about 3.45 p.m. right now on Sunday. At 7.30 p.m., my friend Eric Marino is hosting an open mic uh, comedy uh, show in Brooklyn Yeah, at a bar called O'Keefe's. Uh, it is on, uh, I think, uh, Court Street in downtown Brooklyn. So it's a traditional pub. Uh, they're on the second floor in a relatively small room. You know, I'm conf- fairly confident that it's free, free to perform, free to get in. Uh, I don't think there's any drink minimum. Um, it's This is week five for him. So uh, he had a mutual friend that wanted to do an open mic. He's wanted to do an open mic. So uh, Eric's pretty much um, hosting it. The other guy does like five minutes. Being a host is a different thing. You're not necessarily doing your material or a whole set. You just got to keep the show moving and right. introduce the comics. So I kind of want to go. Um, it's been uh, nearly three and a half years since I've been on a stage. I don't think I would go and perform tonight. Um, I don't know. Five minutes? Five you minutes? got five minutes. You got five minutes. Oh, I definitely have five minutes. Are you kidding me? I have a lot more than five minutes. You know. But let's just say I listened to all 80-something hours of this show. Let's just say I listened to four hours of our show. I could grab five minutes. Um, but those four hours, and if I'm talking for half the time, two hours... I'd be lucky to get a good five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember, you let, even in the last episode, you were talking about listening back or something about, like, cutting the fat and sort of just like, said, you know, I should have said this. I couldn't have said that. I missed an opportunity. Right. That's, but stand-up is something different. It's something you go up, you hone, you, you, you keep going, you keep going, and you try to get up as many times as possible. And it gets a little tough to do the same material. But um, I kind of want to just go, bring my camera, take pictures for him, maybe shoot some video, and and just sort of dip my toe in the water. Uh, But at the same time, I should just fucking put together five minutes and go for it. Just jump up and do it. And then I can Uh, say, John Craig, a uh, Brooklyn area comedian, we can... (laughs) <laughs> we can build the no. show. It'll, you know, it'll give us, you know, as we start talking about the, uh, you know, the coffee empire that you're building. He's a uh, coffee mogul and a comedian. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'll, I'll show up. I'll show up to the to the mic tonight. Um, wear my Warby, Warby Parker's glasses and my man bun. I'll wear a fucking suit jacket, maybe some ripped jeans, and I'll ride my folding bike in. I'll have like a, a, a carafe of cold brew that I offered the other comics, and I'll be that guy. I'll be the, who's that fucking guy? Who's that like 60-year-old dude with the white beard and thing and the cold <laughs> brew and the, well, yeah, that's his story. How's he get up? Yeah. He's got a podcast. Yeah, everyone has a fucking podcast. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was reading the, the podcast thing. I, I sent that to you, I believe. Yeah, you did. I wanted to pull it up, actually. Everybody's apparently, uh, they, they had a podcast. Everybody had a podcast. That's <laughs> the way it looks. That uh, They said that 550,000 podcasts, uh, I think, are in, you know, like registries like, uh, you know, iTunes and wherever you, you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, if you're looking, if you go out and look for uh, left-handed uh knitting clubs that uh, enjoy World Wrestling Federation podcast, you're probably going to find uh, 40 of them at least. Uh, yeah, there, there's, right. There's something. 2,000 new podcasts every week. Yeah. But they're saying that the majority of them, uh, mm-hmm. of the ones that were launched like last year, the, 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 like 75%, uh, they didn't actually do a an episode at all. 
uh, last year. So, and they say that most of them, within the first 96 hours, that they've already had 90% of their listens that they'll ever have. So basically, what they're saying is most people that do a few episodes or a few shows or whatever, you know, and then gotcha. it's it's done because they find out, wow, this is kind of uh, it's kind of well, not that oh. it's that much work, but uh, in some cases it can be depending on how. How uh, how tough you want to be on yourself as far as editing and things like that, which we're not. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> we're the opposite. Yeah. How, how how many times have you wanted to quit? Uh, quit? Can no, you say? no, I don't. No, not, no. I've had a few moments. You've had a moment or two. I think sometimes uh, yeah. I, there there have been some passing. Day, well, there have been some days where we've had uh, where we've said we'll do it. Well, we're committed now to doing it twice a week, and uh, I'm. Yeah, there's been some days where I've thought, you know, I'm not feeling it that day, but not necessarily thinking just hang the whole thing up. No. So uh, I should probably keep well, sending you. Should I send more uh, words of encouragement? Should I? <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. That'll honestly, you send words of encouragement. I'll be like, all right, seriously, I know we've never met in real life, but <laughs> don't do that. Be I'll like, be like, fuck this <laughs> bullshit. What is this motherfucking guy? What do I not know about this guy? Be like, what are you trying Positive. to pressure me? <laughs> <laughs> hang in there with a little cat hanging from the tree yeah, no we're not hanging there with the microphone yeah. fuck that yeah so <laughs> no. no i've i no haven't gotten there but it i hear people all the time that are on uh on shows that talk about how you know they were doing a podcast i've, I've heard this and they they they've let it go for whatever reason usually it's because they'll start talking about how they can't commit to it time-wise when i hear somebody say that and this uh, is going to sound like a really uh uh, ridiculous thing to say, but um, okay. There's 168 hours in the week. Uh, you, you can find time if you want to. I, I, when people start talking about, I, I don't right. have enough time. That's always a bullshit answer. Uh, no, always across the board, you yeah, make time. Yeah, no matter what it is. If I can't, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. have time to work out. I don't have time to whatever. You again, 168 mm -hmm. hours in the week. You well, you worked 40, maybe? Did you? All mm -hmm. right. Uh, right. What'd you do with the other 128? Eh, I'm busy. Right. Busy doing what? <laughs> you know, um, we we make up shit. We uh, excuses, but yeah, I've I've not. Uh, I'm not. I'm just gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it rolling on. I've I've been uh, doodling with the idea of of starting. Uh, you know, we've talked about uh, the. Uh, I've back in the early anchor days had this. Um, I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but I was telling short stories. And it was called Tales from the Truck. And I'm, I'm mm -hmm. still doodling with the idea of, uh, of starting that again. And I may, uh, I may launch that as an anchor thing, an actual anchor. I think, I, look, I think you should do that as an anchor thing. Well, I don't think you should do anything. You, you should do what you want to do. Don't tell me what to But I, 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 would, um, I would hope that you do that separate thing, the original concept, which at the time, for those of us who haven't, for those of you who haven't listened or don't know what Anchor was when it first launched, um, back in I think February 2016. So two and a half years in, they were in beta for I'd say at least six months, maybe longer. They found some people uh, that would be interested that might help them along the way. And when it launched, it was uh, audio Twitter, essentially, and you could record for two minutes. So Colin was – he was telling full-on stories with characters, with crazy nicknames and all kinds of shit in two minutes. And uh, it still boggled my mind how you did that because it's like that's a lot of information. You had no choice but to cut the fat. Yeah, you have to. And it's when you force yourself to write that kind of way – it's mm -hmm. it's bizarre to me uh, still when I, I'm looking back at and, and that stuff. I still have the recordings of that stuff. Um, how much fat you can cut out of out of something right. and still get uh, the and still get the the whole story out and still have all all the um, the feelings that you're trying to emote with whatever it is you know that you're that you're telling about. You can do that usually in a much more concise way than you're than you would i guess if you tried to tell the story and it, you know just off the cuff if you if you really force yourself to to do that so and uh, yeah so i'm i'm looking back at that and probably going to be getting that going here soon it's just one of those things where i know when i when i do that when it's it will require some editing and some of those sorts of things that right it becomes a whole different thing yeah. i mean it's like now it's like okay so you don't necessarily do that twice a week no you know? no no right um, that would be yeah that would actually turn into a little more a little more work i was reading on reddit these guys that were talking about uh with the uh 
the, the podcasting, uh, I don't know what they call it, Reddit groups. What, what I'm not even sure what the what the uh, nomenclature is. A Reddit thread. Reddit thread, no? yes. The, but I'm not sure. I don't know what they're, I mean, I'm, it's a Reddit thread, but yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, I was reading the podcasting guys, and they were talking about uh, these various, uh, there's different softwares, recording softwares, that like GarageBand-type ones, competitors to that, that, um, uh, you know, if you if you start going down a rabbit hole of them explaining why one is better than the other one, I just can't believe all the detail that people get into just uh, describing uh, on Reddit what what you know they how they do something. You know, they'll be uh, they'll write a book practically about something. It's like holy God, why? How do you how do you have enough time to do that? It's just I don't know, don't get it. But uh, it's use very useful information. You know, and you can. With this, you, know, you like anything. When you start a hobby, you, 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 people do things incorrectly when they start. You know, you, you want to um, buy the right microphone you, or whatever, and you get uh, convinced this is the one I need to get. And then later you're like, ah, oh, I should have bought that other one or, or whatever the case may be. Reddit's really useful for uh, getting advice on, on just about anything. Um, usually you can get enough people on there that are going to give you a... a straight up answer about something that makes sense that you can you know a little back and forth with and, um i think i hope i've been reading that reddit's getting it's growing it's it's becoming a bigger deal than it was and i i, I think there's a real space for that type of uh that type of thing uh and uh i hope it continues to grow without going yeah and i don't what i don't want i don't want it to turn into something like facebook which uh would be disappointing i guess I don't even know if that's possible. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I've like I've read some Reddit threads. I don't think I've ever contributed. No, I definitely haven't. I've not really paid attention to 4chan and like I don't fully like uh, even like the you know the photo one Imgur. Yeah, I M G U R. Like because apparently a lot of the a lot of memes and stuff that gets popular on on Facebook and the rest of the internet starts in those places. Mm-hmm. And maybe it starts even somewhere smaller to begin with. I don't, I don't know. Right. Well, yeah, I'm like sure I do. Yeah, it's it's a world I don't fully understand, and I don't necessarily I have the uh, that I want to make the time or have the patience to jump in on that stuff. Well, I think for a lot of people, it's uh, because it's you know you, you like I said, these guys are writing a book, so you have to have uh, somebody's got to um, be really committed to the idea of they're going to write something out, uh, and uh, so you know, if you're not the kind of person that wants to read something that's you know. 12 paragraphs on which uh, you know recording setup you should you should choose versus another it's not going to work out for you very well but some of the stuff is pretty uh, I guess more mental floss type stuff because they do have you know like there's meme uh, you know meme posts and stuff like that in places where you can just go look at that kind of thing but uh, right I just want the meme I want the meme of what my setup should be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it re- really yeah. easy for me. I uh-huh. don't want to think. I don't want to read. I don't want to concentrate. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, yeah it's. Uh, I, I was looking at the one for uh, atrial uh, fi- atrial. I can't even say it. Atrial fibrillation. Um, and uh, I think this is. I, I wish I'd have looked at that earlier when I was diagnosed with AFib because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of really useful stuff in here, and I see people. That uh, are just uh, just been diagnosed, and uh, some of the uh, things that go through your head at the beginning of trying to figure out, you know, what uh, what's going on, what what you should be doing, what you should be uh, talking to your doctor about, what your doctor is telling you versus what you know you think uh, the, the insurance angle of things and all that and stuff like that. When you get into that, man, incredibly useful, uh, but. Uh, I, I wasn't on when that was uh, when it was started, but there's things like you know, like I was just looking at it right now. One of the drugs I took. Uh, there's a thread on that. You know, how bad is amiodarone? And uh, so you can go in there and hear what people actually have to say about it instead of just your, you know, you're left with if you're if you're not getting real answers from real people about stuff, you're just looking at the generic shit that you know is written by whatever you know um, Mayo Clinic or whatever. And I'm not saying the Mayo Clinic's doing anything wrong, but you, you, a lot of times you're you're better off talking to, I think, a real person about what's going on. So they can tell you their crazy answer, and you can try to decide who's crazier than than who's the craziest person that you're talking to, I guess. I don't know. There's AFib 
sorry, AFib, AFrib, AFrib, atrial, AFib is what they yeah, fib, fibrillation, atrial fibrillation, fibrillation. Uh, yeah, if you really want to, a trial, atrial, fib, relation. There actually are memes for AFib, AFib. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand. The only one I understand is a picture of four elderly folks. Yeah. I mean, like in their 70s, pushing 80, three yeah. women, three bespeckled women and one man, all smiling with their thumbs up. And it says, thumbs up if you have AFib. <laughs> what? I don't know what like, that means. I That's, don't even know. Like, there's a, like, I don't even know. In class, learning how to do 12 leads to each other, find out I have atrial fibrillation. It's just like a dorky kid in a sweater vest, braces, smiling like a like a high school yearbook picture i don't understand i don't get that one either i'm not sure i would love for you i want to know if any of these make sense to you because none of them make sense to me i wonder if there are stroke there must be stroke memes i mean if there are i'm sure yeah that's a much more popular subject although there's a lot of uh, afib people walking around i've i've learned the the hard way i guess yeah but yeah, uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of stroke ones. It's got to be. <laughs> Here's one. That same kid with the sweater vest, <laughs> with the big smile. He's got like a you know reddish blonde hair, uh, yeah. big smile, braces, and it says, "Gets sudden stroke. People think it's Harlem Shake." That was that was that's an old one. Yeah, that is an old one. <laughs> Yeah. So here's here's one for uh, it's <laughs> it's Hillary Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton. I'm not winking at you. She's literally winking. I'm just having another mini stroke. I don't. <laughs> yeah, they got them for everything. There's there's no doubt. Yeah. I'm I'm actually going back in for a second uh, ablation thing. Another. Uh, I guess you call it surgery. Um, put a hole in you. So that's uh, that's a surgery. But yeah, the uh, having another one in September. A follow up. I went to the uh, cardiologist last week again as a checkup thing which i knew that things weren't exactly uh back to uh perfect normal that there was some weird stuff going on but uh yeah they're going to do a follow-up ablation which is this thing where they go in and burn the inside of your heart to keep from it's electrical there's electrical circuits in your heart and they try to uh, what yeah yeah so what we talked about, yeah, I think I, I, I hate explaining this too much to somebody, but uh, no, no. I mean, I, honestly, I think that. Listen, uh, Colin, if one person li- listens to this and they find out that they're, uh, you know, experiencing uh, AFib, they're potentially then it's not a bad thing. Not that it's a bad thing that they're experiencing, but at least they're now aware of the possibility. It's not something they've considered, and then maybe they do something about it. Yeah. So they, yeah, I, I agree. They, they, what they're going to do is that uh, it's a. Uh, they go up with a catheter through your groin. Uh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's hardly, you know, it's just like a pencil size incision. Not, not even, and then they go up through a, uh, with a ca- cardiac catheter, which is, you know, just a tube thing that goes up and it, it goes up the main artery and goes into your uh, right side of your heart. And so when they're in there they use a laser to uh, burn areas of your heart to keep the electrical circuits going the way they're supposed to so i had this done last january where they uh, did the first procedure it was mostly successful it was uh, uh, almost uh, almost perfect but not quite and now it's uh, a secondary follow-up procedure which is uh, I, I went from atrial fibrillation to what they're calling atrial flutter which isn't as bad and the follow-up uh, the first time I was out for like six hours I was on the table for six hours right. um, this time he thinks it's going to be a lot quicker procedure but uh, mid uh, 18th uh, September I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, have that done so any uh, is there any follow-up is there any recovery time do they know well any? he says that uh, this is uh, you, this procedure has got like a 95 percent uh, success rate which is uh, good news um but uh yeah it's going to be similar to like last time i i was uh i was kind of sore for i don't know two three days and it it was some it varies with some people it could go on longer where you uh, end up with uh, um a longer healing process i guess basically when they're burning your heart it's <laughs> as you might imagine if it was some people that uh, could, could be something that would uh, be more painful uh, as it goes wow. on but for me i really didn't um, you know two three days later i was feeling uh, pretty much normal it's gonna it's gonna take a little while 
in the meantime, I'm trying to work out and do as much as I can. Uh, I ran four miles yesterday in the fucking heat. Uh, it was kind of rough, but uh, I'm going to run again today, which which kind of sucks because my heart rate's all over the place. So about the time when I, uh, I get running and I get going, I start feeling good like you normally would. You know, when you're kind of getting your first you know, in the first mile when you're getting a warm up going uh, as a uh, you know you're trying to run four or five miles something like that. Uh, I get to the point where I'm just starting to feel like, okay, I'm warming up, this feels good, and I feel like I should be able to you know, take off and run a little easier, a little faster, that sort of thing. Uh, then it just, a lot of times my heart rate will spike or we'll do some weird thing, goes sideways, and then it, it just uh, starts to, it becomes more difficult. So it's, you gotta kind of, I don't know, I gotta speed up and slow down and uh, you know, walk every once in a while, that sort of thing, which is kind of frustrating, but um, I just keep, keep it going, just keep moving ahead. But uh, I'm going to go out this afternoon here. After we get done with this, I'm going to go out and see what uh, see what it feels like. But the uh, for the most part, uh, I'm just not on a n- n- normal. You know, normally, um, you know, you just have that steady normal beat that people have at whatever your heart rate might be. Um, mine is not like that. It just it goes uh, for a while. It'll be steady, and then it takes off and flutters. And so it'll look like instead of being like 52 beats a minute, it, it turns into like 100 and, uh, 110 all of a sudden. And oh wow! Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's uh, it sucks. But um, how are you monitoring it with your Apple Watch? Uh, yeah, I've got the Apple Watch. I've got an app on my phone. I've got uh, I uh, probably once a day or so I'll take uh, blood pressure reading to see what's up with that. So sounds like a lot, but uh, it's not that hard to figure out. But uh, I, I can tell you, um, like when I went to the cardiologist, he's like saying, you know, when did you enter? I, I had been uh, in a, what they call sinus rhythm, which is normal for uh, for a while. And then it went out. And he said, do you know when it went out? And I said, yeah. And I looked back. And I could look back at the uh, stuff on my on, with between my watch and my phone. I could go back and go, okay, it was this day about noon right there. And he's like, oh, right. yeah, he's looking at it going, oh, wow. Doctors are really... Uh, at least this one, this guy I've got, and he's great. Um, he's, uh, they're intrigued by all the electronic shit that's obviously hit the world real quickly here. So if you can, you know, you have an Apple Watch or or there's even, you know, like I said, some apps on your phone and some things like that. There's an app that you can get uh, where you you just, um, you start the app and it has you hold your finger over the camera lens on your, mm-hmm. and it somehow takes a, fairly accurate reading just with the the you know it shines a bright light like looks like the flashlight thing uh, mm-hmm. on your phone but it shines the the bright light uh, and you hold your finger up there and it gives you a pretty pretty accurate reading uh with that thing so it's kind of wild what they can do shit's cool that's uh and the, the, even the even the, bless you the uh even the procedure sorry itself, i thought i muted uh, sorry about even that. the procedure itself that uh, you can uh you know that they can t- take a catheter, this little skinny, th- you know, wire thing, basically, and and you know, go all the way into your heart and do mapping of electronic circuits and and figure out what's you know where the th- you know synapses are firing in the wrong direction and isolate that and then take a very accurate laser and you know burn little spots on there. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. It would be. Uh, as a doctor, I'm sure it would be really fascinating. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Get it over with, and then uh, we move on to the next chapter. And uh, yeah, well, you know, you know, Cameron. Cameron just turned 16. My son Cameron, and uh, you know, he he's got you know he's a type one diabetic, and he's got this uh, thing. Uh, the, the the device is called a Dexcom, and it's like it's connected to his uh, stomach, and and it will read his blood sugar. And the alerts will get sent to his phone mm-hmm. via Bluetooth, and then we, my ex-wife and I, are logged in, and we we get alerts when his blood sugar goes too high right. or drops too low. You know, your blood sugar should be about 100. It's pretty impressive, but of course, uh, Cameron is 16. He's a 16 year old boy, and he's stupid. And uh, he got caught vaping again um, okay. for the fourth time. Not not cannabis, just yeah. nicotine. So right. you've got this jewel. Are those the dogs, or yeah, what is that? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so they, you know it's cool. Uh, jewel, right? So the jewel is that little slim black um, vaping device that. Uh, li- looks like a like a usb a very sleek usb thumb drive right 
So the little thing, it costs about $40, and it comes with these little pods that have the, you know, the, the nicotine juice in there, you know, and uh, it's pretty strong. So I got a text from uh, my ex-wife, I believe it was uh, yesterday. Yeah. I was, uh, I think I was driving, I was driving Uber in North Jersey, and she's like, I, you know, I think Cameron's vaping again. I found him in his room. She must have been cleaning up or whatever, and I was r- just about to pick up my um some some clients they're about to get in the car so i sent her uh two emojis i sent her i don't know if you can guess my reaction to this after the now fourth time that he's been busted for this um the first one is i don't know if you have you seen the 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 head exploding you know the brain is like that one and then the one with the and then the yellow smiley face, um, you know, base right of the emoji, and that's the head exploding. And then the one, the next one was the one where like the smoke is coming out of the nose, like a bull, you know. And essentially, so it was like, and and her she responded, "It's not funny," and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to respond, and I, I, I was still driving. I dropped off my passengers, and I'm like. No, it's not funny. Just because I responded with emojis doesn't mean that I think it's funny. It was like my mind is blown that he's done it again, and I'm kind of pissed about it, you know? And and so so anyway, I, I finally talked to him last night about it. He came up, and I said, Cameron, what is wrong with you? You know, I'm finding this balance of, like, trying to parent him and being like, first of all, it's, this is the fourth time. Well, there are these tiny little pods. He put them in his drawer. His mom's going to find them. Like, why didn't he hide them better? I'm not condoning it, but be smarter. But he didn't buy a new device. I said, how did you do this if you didn't buy the $40 device? He basically took a micro USB charging cable. So USB 2 or USB 3 on one side, you know, a USB A or whatever the full size, and then a micro USB. He cut the micro USB part off he stripped the wires and he's basically plugging it in and then taking the wires putting it on the thing so now i'm like huh you know like now i'm kind of impressed right i'm like you're a dick and you're an idiot but so where'd you find that you go no no i just figured it out it's just got two little metal leads there and i'm like fuck like i don't want to give him credit but fuck maybe he's gonna create one of these medical devices one day and save the world Ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.